Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. And we're glad you are. Welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Center. We're right here in Hattiesburg, Southern Bank Core Studio. Luke Johnson's in Laurel at the Southern Bank Core Studio. Victor Iwako will be making his Eagle Hour debut a little later in the program. Glad to talk to that young man. Great basketball player. Uh, Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation is about to join us on the breaking news that the uh, Will Hall has announced Clay Bignell as the new uh, defensive coordinator coming here from, uh, Kelly, from Eastern Illinois. And the mascot would be – uh-oh, I stumped him. You did. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. It's a kind of – Panthers. Panthers. Shoot, Panthers. I, I did know that. I just couldn't come up with so it. So Heath steps in and saves Kelly Sander. Yes. Heath Hinton, Big Old Nation. Uh, Heath, your thoughts about uh, this new coaching hire – and the OC that was announced uh, since the last time we talked. I think both are very good hires. Uh, you got Chip Long, a guy who's had Power 5 experience, who had uh, really, really good numbers at uh, Notre Dame. Saints fans may remember a certain quarterback the Saints drafted Ian Book. Uh, he really took him to another level while at Notre Dame and coming here after being at Louisiana as an analyst. Uh, just has a really good pedigree, and, you know, Coach Hall said it's his offense. It's his offense. This isn't him running the Will Hall's type of offense. This is his offense. So really excited to see what he does on that uh, end of things and, and what his offense does different that we've seen in the past. And then you look at Clay Bignell, a young guy who, I mean, what, 12, 13 years out of playing, uh, D1 coordinator, uh, runs a very, uh, I would say, up-tempo defense, but an aggressive defense. More of that, you know, four-two-five bare front type of look where they're blitzing a lot, and had really good numbers at Eastern Illinois last year. And and look, I think it was a, a great hire, home run hire on both aspects. And look forward to seeing them coming in and seeing what they could do with what Southern Miss players Southern Miss has here. Well, I think Big Big Nell was one of the names that was originally talked about. There were there were a couple of other names kind of being bantered about linebacker coaches at, at some of the SEC schools and whatnot. But I think Heath, don't you agree that that both of these guys were target number one for Will Hall, and for him to land both of them, he deserves credit for that. Yeah, I do. I think he deserves credit for getting got number one getting offensive coordinator in here with Power 5 experience. Because you hear a lot of people say, uh, you know, there's just nobody on staff with 
power five experience. Well, they have that on offense now. And then you hear, well, he's hiring his friends and all this. And then he goes out and he hires Clay Bignell, who I, I, I don't think they've had any um, crossing of the past when you look at him. I mean, young man's from, you know, north, kind of the northwest and Ohio Valley Conference. So I don't think the cross there's been cross in the past there, so it can't be said about Big Nail. But I think that both of them were really good quality hires that can't do nothing but help this team. Now there's a couple more hires to make. It'd be interesting to see what directions they go with with outside backers and, and I guess defensive line. So I, I'm really interested to see what they do there. But as far as coordinators go. I think Will Hall got what he wanted in both of these guys. Well, Luke, but Luke, no more. I mean, it can't be understated that the time is now for both of these guys. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what what's, what Will did. He swung for the fences. The connection here between these two is they both were at Notre Dame together. Um, Big Nail was there from seventeen to to twenty, and uh, and then. Um, Chip was there from 17 to 19. In that span, 17, 18, 19 seasons, Notre Dame went 33 and 5. Two defensive coordinators that Big Nell was under are now SEC head coaches. Elko, who's the new head coach at AM, and then Clark Lee at Vanderbilt were the two defensive coordinators uh, that Clay Big Nell was, was under. And, and uh, you mentioned it, Heath, but I, I think Will Hall uh, with this hire getting back, uh, basically saying he wants his defense to be aggressive. You look at what Eastern Illinois did this last year. And this is this isn't Big Nell's first year as a defensive coordinator. It is interesting. This is just pretty cool. Uh, Adam Gristick, who was the defensive coordinator in 2022 uh, at Eastern Illinois, left to go to the Saints. And Big Nell took over uh, his position. So he, he was in 2022, he was an assistant coach on the Eastern Illinois staff and then took over this past year. But, you know, Heath, you talk about it. Number one, scoring defense. Number one, turnovers gained. Number one, interceptions. Number two, passing uh, defensive efficiency in their conference. But nationally, this is the number 18 scoring defense in the FCS, number two in turnovers gained. So an aggressive style of play that Big Nell's going to bring. Yeah, number 25 in passing defense. I mean, that's pretty, especially in the FCS where they just throw the ball around like crazy. Watch a playoff and you'll see what we're talking about. Um, it's pretty impressive the numbers he put up there and really taking a program that really people have known about. It's not a big winner. Um, and they really kind of turned that program around up there. I, I just think that the culture that he can bring in to add to what Hall's done. And, and you look at guys they got coming in like a, Chris Jones fits perfectly into a system where you got really a two linebacker set up. Uh, you're going to need a lot of speed on the field at linebackers. Colby Jones, those guys are going to fit in great with this system. So not only is it a good from an aspect of what he's done, but it's good as an aspect of what you have coming back and what Southern Miss has to use it. Say the linebacker defensive line to fit in there, and you've got that hybrid outside linebacker. I just think it was a good fit for the personnel Southern Miss has. And, Heath, uh, news also this week, uh, Southern Miss gets a big offensive lineman uh, transfer from or one of the MAC schools. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, just the story of this young man is what I think is I, I think is more impressive than anything. Uh, young man comes in from uh, 
I'm sorry, my mind's gone blank. I was thinking about the guy. Uh, Eastern, Eastern, Michigan. Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan. I don't know why I keep uh, why I keep going blank on Eastern Michigan, but yeah, Zach Conti comes in and look. This is a guy that worked hard. They didn't have enough scholarships because of different reasons. Look, sometimes schools you have eighty five scholarships, but you're not able to use them all because they move forward. They didn't have enough positions for him. But he was coming in as a walk on, going to start last year. Had one of the guys who's on the offensive line saw how hard he worked, what he did, what type of person he was, literally gave up his scholarship to give to this young man so he could be on scholarship to play football. And this year they were just going to be short on numbers, and he got in the portal and Southern Miss got him. Once again, a guy who comes in plays immediately, but also that's a culture type of deal. That's a guy you bring in. Then you tell his story, and he has immediate um, gravitas with the team from day one because of what he's already been through. Great hire, knee tackles. He's an offensive tackle, so a much-needed offensive lineman, not only in many different ways, but also on the field, but off the field as well. Kelly, in, a, in an era where we have millionaire college football players remaining on scholarship for a kid that's not getting paid anything to give his up, pretty remarkable. It just fits right in with, um, you know, with the type of guys that, and I think he just talked, kind of talked about that. But he goes from being an Eastern Michigan Eagle to a Southern Miss Eagle, and you know, we talked about Eastern Illinois' uh, tough defense and that swarming defense. Eastern Illinois has produced some quarterbacks, y'all. Tony Romo, right? And your wife's favorite. Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G right? went to yeah, Tony he went, Romo and Jimmy. So you got to be good looking to play quarterback. There. <laughs> apparently, right? apparently so, yeah. <laughs> well, they own, well, Eastern, well, Eastern Illinois owns the quarterback for the best looking girlfriend, Liz, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, neither one of those guys are doing bad, Heath. We don't need to, no, we don't not, need to worry about all. either one of them and their uh, their personal life. But I, I would I would happen to think, though, that Coach Bignell coming in would have some say-so as to maybe who the defensive line coach was going to be. Well, I think Coach indicated you know? that uh, – Coach Hall indicated that the other day. He didn't want to. He didn't want to proceed until he had brought in the coordinator, and I think he said for that reason, if I recall correctly. But that would still leave one of the linebacker uh, coaches' right. um, positions yeah, kind still of, open. He's kind of what the way we see it, and we got about thirty seconds left for the break. But it appears that Chad Williams would stick it inside linebackers. The outside linebacker position would be the one that Hall would wait to fill. Big Nell will coach safeties. That's where O'Brien coached, because um, that's what he's coached at Eastern Illinois. Is that the way you see it? That's kind of the way I see it. I don't see that much changing. And, you know, out defensive line, yeah, maybe get him recruiting. But uh, I think Hall can sit back and wait on, on filling that last position to maybe uh, after recruiting is done just so they can spend all their time they can on recruiting because it's the final push. The portal's open. Uh, a lot of moves to be made and a lot of kids in, in the portal right now that are going to be looking for a home that maybe thought that it was going to be easier to find one than it actually is. And, act, and signing is a week from tomorrow, you know, December 20th. Can you stick around, Heath? Yeah, sure. Now we're going to talk a little basketball here from Victor Iwako. Get your thoughts about that. Quick reminder, Genesis of Hattiesburg, the official auto dealer of the Eagle Hour. Genesis sedans and SUVs are the finest vehicles on the road today. Coming soon, the all-new Genesis showroom on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. Eagle Hour returns right after this.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. I want to thank Dickie's Barbecue for their sponsorship of our show. It's a great place to cater a New Year's evening event. Uh, if you've got one on tap, Dickie's Barbecue right here in Hattiesburg. Also, want to say hello to Kathleen. I saw her again today. I spent too much time at Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. There on Hardy Street, the store is just jammed full of beautiful Southern Miss apparel, stuff for your home, for your car, kids to grown-ups. So they got you covered. You get a little Southern Miss ADD in there, don't you, Bob? Man, all, I'm telling you, there's a lot of Southern Miss stuff there. Yeah. They also want to thank Town & Country Cleaners, Hattiesburg's most trusted dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1983. They offer services like steam pressing, shirt laundry, bulky bedding, Minor alterations and, of course, dry cleaning. You can visit Town & Country Cleaners at their convenient location on Hardy Street, or you can call them at 601-264-4920. Ask Keith Hinton to stick around with us. want to get his comments on this. Uh, this kid, uh, Victor Iwako, transferred in here from uh, UNLV. Kelly, you were out there with the guys this morning. Uh, before we jump into the interview with Victor, your thoughts about what you saw? They were they were getting after it again today, and let me tell you when they when they do one thing wrong, Coach Cardona's ha- has those Coach Cardona has those guys on the baseline, and they are running. <laughs> okay. Here's uh, here's Kelly's conversation with Victor Iwako. Victor Iwako with us here on the Eagle Hour, and you said I pronounced it right, Victor. That's pretty good. That's pretty good so far. <laughs> okay. Now, you come to Southern Miss from UNLV. You actually played against the Eagles, so got to see the Southern Miss program up close. Before we get into the nuts and bolts of the basketball conversation, now tell me about a place in Vegas, Lucis Slots. But you're, you're not really a slot guy. You're more yeah, of a I'm blackjack? Yeah, more of a blackjack, that? yeah. But, um... You know what, though? I would say most, most of it is Vegas. Most of the casinos, you know, you, I don't think you can ever go wrong with, you know? But uh, I feel like a lot of people go to, like, you know, Caesar Palace. I feel like it's, like, pretty popular. But, um, yeah. but yeah. You, you like roulette, though. If if you were going to play, which you don't do a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What's it called again? Roulette. I, with the red you know what? I, yeah, with the, I definitely, because he's, like, 50-50, you know? So yeah. I, I, I like the 50-50 chance. Red versus black. Yeah, I'd rather I'd, I'd, I'd take that chance. You now, know? your brothers are pretty good at it. Oh, yeah. They play. They play a lot. They like, you know, they like those kind of games. You know, they do, like, Obviously, they don't play sports no more, so they do like uh, sports betting and stuff like that. How in the world do you go to UNLV and avoid the temptation of the strip and all that stuff out there? Man, you know, I I moved around a lot. I came here when I was about 14, 15, so it's, I moved around everywhere. So I know I kind of know, you know, I, I you know what to do, and like I've been I've been self independent for a while, so I know you know how to handle stuff like that so yeah Vegas is a wild place I would say that man you, you could have gone to a lot of different places if not staying at UNLV why'd you why'd you pull the trigger on Southern Miss why'd you decide to come to Hattiesburg yeah um I remember um I, I put my name in transporter you know had a couple of schools obviously um and then I just I, first of all I like how they played I like how they you know how together they played when we played when we played them in Vegas or uh, and then I had a chance to talk to Coach Juan and you know good guy and I just um I just built a relationship with him and that's how um you know that's how it, that's how it starts and, and UNLV was going through a coaching change TJ Otzelberger had left UNLV and was going to, to uh, Iowa State so there was a coaching change there too so a lot of kind of uh, uh tumultuous things going on at ULV at that time there was there was um yeah the, because uh, tra- uh well he got a new job at uh, Iowa State and then because uh Lon Kruger was a head coach job at Oklahoma when I was there, and then his son had just got a head coach job, you know, UNLV. So the assistant coach that recruited me 
for Oklahoma all went to University. So it was kind of it was kind of right, you know. I, I thought you had a breakout game Saturday against the Demons in Northwestern State. Thought you played especially well. Uh, how did, how did you feel about it? And how, you getting your legs under you here now at Southern Miss? Yeah, you know it's my first year here. Still getting yeah. still getting to get used to the you know the game uh, the you know offense and just getting the flow right. So I. You know, it's still. I feel like it's still, still more. You know, it's still more to, uh, more, still more to do. So, but, um, but that's a good, some good start so far. Okay, now you guys are heading for road trip now to to McNeese. What were some of the things you guys were working on today? Yeah, just knowing we got to punish him. Uh, this was your five, so we got to know we got to, you know, pound inside in and out. Just give what the, you know, give what the defense, uh, take what the defense gives us, and uh, just, you know, just play basketball. Be- because there's a lot of new faces on this team, you know, it's going to take it takes a little while for the chemistry to develop. Um, any panic mode? You guys feel good where you are right now? Well, obviously we didn't uh, we didn't start off good, but so far, you know, we like you said, it, it takes time and. In, it's about the end result, you know, being able to win the conference uh, tournament and all that kind of stuff and make it to the uh, March Madness, which is not, you know, we're not far off. So we just got to keep stacking up wins and, um, you know, just still building the chemistry while we get wins. And final question, what are some of the things in your individual game that you want to get better at? As a player, you know, you always want to get better in everything. Um, for me, biggest part is just being able to shoot that uh, three ball and just being able to get to the rim and, you know, just play, just being a uh, basketball player all around. That's that's and that's what I pride myself in. You know, and making my teammates better. All right, final question, Victor. We mentioned you came from UNLV. If you had ten bucks, only ten bucks, okay. and had to put it on black or red, where are we going? <laughs> I, 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 I'll go red because uh, is uh, red is closer to Oklahoma color <laughs> and UNLV, so I'm always still with red. Uh, red twenty four. That's how about that? Hey, I tell you, I tell you, that. I tell. You, hey, hey, and when we go bet. I bet I get right red. <laughs> We're going right. to do it. Victor, good luck to you. Appreciate you so much. Okay. All right, Victory Walker. I met this kid this summer. My grandson and I were at Lost Pizza, and Coach Ladner brought it. I guess he had just gotten into town. And uh, it was really, really nice kid. We got back in the car, and my grandson said, Papa, that's the biggest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said. He said everybody seems to know that I play for the basketball team. And I'm I wonder going, why. <laughs> that's what I said. I said, "Well, Victor, you're not exactly five eight, you know." Heath, uh, Victor Iwako has been a nice addition to the basketball team. I think. Yes, he has, and, and you know, kind of funny the way you mentioned. I wonder, wonder what he thinks about the culinary experience coming from Vegas to here. That's kind of funny. Um, you know, guy that can play multiple positions on the floor. Plays even though he's six eight, he still plays a lot bigger than he is. Very athletic, uh, makes guys in the paint, you know, alter shots, and scoring a lot more lately. You're seeing a lot more of his action, the basket coming off of picks in the post. I just think he brings such a, a dimension to this team, and I tell you what, it's been exciting to watch him, and I think he's going to have a big game against McNeese. I'm going to throw this out here to all three of you guys, and you can answer it. Whoever wants to jump up first. This is an example of where the portal helps smaller schools like Southern Miss that you can reach out and, and get a young man like this. So there is good and bad to the transfer portal, yes? Someone? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, but, but usually when we go back to that old adage of follow the money, um, if you get NIL deals and one is for 20000 and one is for 300000 I mean, Jay Ladner was speaking at Club One earlier this year in Hattiesburg, and he talked about there was one kid that they were talking, and you know what would it take to get him? And he said, "Well, twenty thousand, I think I can do." Well, so Jay was doing what he could to kind of 
rustle up this money. Well, he called him and said, I got the money. And he said, well, in the meantime, some other schools had been in, gotten in the bidding war, and he was now at 310000 When 20000 would get it, now it was at three hundred and ten. So I should have dribbled more when I was young. You know? yeah. Luke, you like it, this kid? Yeah, I mean, I, if it wasn't for him, I mean, you don't, you know, you one less big on a team that isn't that big. Way more athletic, yeah, but at the same time, uh, I, I think I said it yesterday, sometimes, you know, he will play bigger than what he is, and he's really your, um, you know, what Pinkney was last year. That's what he's occupying right now. I think now. that's a great comparison, yeah. I think he he fills that void. Right? And, and if the Eagles, you know, and – if the Eagles have a weakness, you guys, isn't it that there just has not been a consistent inside presence? We thought that the that the the seven footers were going to be able to get in there, and, and but at to this point, you know, that has yeah, not well, been the one case. got hurt and didn't get to play. Uh, Heath, how do you evaluate the uh, the second big that we have? He's he's had some games where he seemed to be pretty effective, but but overall, he 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 doesn't seem to be in 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 a complete stride with the rest of the team. Is that a fair observation? Yeah, I think physicality uh, is not there for him. And, and I think he has a hard time grabbing rebounds, holding on the ball. A lot of that has to do with a hand injury he has, yeah. that he's not completely back yet. But a lot of times you see guards just attack him in the paint. And he doesn't get a foul. I don't know if he's scared to foul, but sometimes those little guards come in, then big old arms and big old paws coming down and, and fouling them make them think twice about doing it again. Yeah. So um, I you'd like to see him be more physical, especially with guys driving the paint, maybe gives up a little too much. But there have been games where he has made a difference uh, right. on the boards. Yeah, he's had some good games. Yeah. All right, Heath, we've got about 45 seconds left. It's Christmas, and I would, bet that a, I would bet that a subscription to Big Gold Nation would make a nice gift. How would one go about doing that? Oh, you go to uh, southernmiss.rivals.com. And click on subscribe and uh, become a member. It's eight uh, it's eight ninety nine a month. But if you sign up for a year, it's uh, over a hundred dollars, which is much less. And you know, become a member of Gold Nation. You kind of find out maybe we already knew who the private offensive coordinator was over a week ago and the defensive coordinator. So there's a lot of people on Big Gold Nation that kind of already had an idea this was going to happen. Let's just say that. Right. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of good conversation, and. Uh, a lot of good banner going on. All right. We always enjoy our conversations with you, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. Heath Hinton, everybody. Big Gold Nation. Basketball on the road. Women, I think, have a bit of time off. And some crazy NFL football last night. There's lots to talk about. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, I want to thank Heath Hitt, Big Gold Nation, joining us. I want to send out a message uh, about the podcast. We've had some trouble with that the last couple of days. Hill Denson has reminded me every morning 
that he can't get his morning podcast. And uh, coach, I'm sorry, but like I say, I think we have the problem resolved. Michael Morgan's got to the bottom of it last night, and we're going to have the podcast on the air today for Hill Denson and everybody. Uh, that enjoys it, and we're grateful to them uh, for listening. You can hear it on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. I could picture Hill sitting down with a big plate of gizzards and enjoying the podcast this afternoon. Uh, he'll let you know it. Yeah, he'll, if he'll you, let you know yeah, it for sure. If you don't get, if he doesn't get it, Four Street Bar and Grill sponsors this segment of our show, and they're great friends of ours that we value greatly. Uh, great place to have lunch every day, Monday through Friday. Good dinner food, uh, always a lot of camaraderie, and uh, is that right, camaraderie? camaraderie? That's right. Hamburger steak was on the menu today, and mm-hmm. they're having a big trivia, uh, big trivia contest tomorrow night at seven. So no, no theme tomorrow night in trivia, just general knowledge trivia tomorrow at seven. Have you ever been known to eat a hamburger steak and drink a cold PBR? Not one. <laughs> you said a, <laughs> two, two or three, perhaps. Can't beat a PBR, brother. No. Also, Mobay Beignet Company is a great place to stop while you're doing your holiday shopping. Uh, they cook beignets fresh when you come in the business, and uh, they have great coffees as well. Uh, the food is delicious. It's probably the best dessert you'll find anywhere in Hattiesburg, and they're open seven days a week. Mobay Beignet Company right across the street from the Southern Miss campus. All right, Golden Eagles on the road. Uh the ladies get a break, but Luke Johnson, the Golden Eagles, play three games between now and Christmas. I have to believe they like that. It gets them back in more of a playing rhythm. Yeah, I mean, it's the same way as like a preseason. You have your little Christmas break where you only play really two games over the course of two weeks. And so opportunity for them tomorrow night um, and then turn around and play Monday. And then uh, they have to wait till the end of end of next week. Um, but you do get McNeese, Lamar, and then Old Miss um, in Biloxi. And the reason, you know, the, one of the reasons why we only have one home game in the month of December is because uh, they're playing that game in Biloxi in the Coliseum against Old Miss two days before Christmas. So, yeah, I, 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 McNeese, you know, eight and two. But we we looked at some of the teams that they've played, and uh, particularly McNeese got beat pretty bad by UAB. So the Golden Eagles, an opportunity on the road tomorrow night uh, to, uh, as, as Victor talked about a little while ago, just continue to get the offense in, in rhythm, and I expect them to win tomorrow night. Uh, now, I heard you guys saying that they had played Mississippi University for women, the W. Explain to me how that's possible. The W started taking men a few years back. Uh, um, thank goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they actually last week, I think it was December the 5th, uh, his last game that McNeese played, it was against uh, the Mississippi University for Women. They beat them? They beat them, right? Yeah, uh, the U only scored 23 in that game. The Owls of the Mississippi University for Women. And as if the Owls weren't tough enough, Luke, McNeese yeah, they also- opened their season. I was looking this up earlier. They opened their season against the College of Biblical Studies in um, – I'm actually looking at the box score right now. It's November 10th, 2023. College of Biblical Studies actually put up 55. Unlike the U, they only put up 23. But McNeese won that game 96 to uh, to 55. I I did not at that time find where the College of Biblical Studies ambassadors is. I will try to find it by the end of the show. I thought they were the Fighting Philistines. Or uh, they're the ambassadors. Is that what I heard? Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's appropriate. 
<laughs> yeah, wow. for sure. Who knew? But I mean, yeah, that's that that's not going to get you a lot of uh, RPI points. But I mean, McNeese's <laughs> McNeese also played Virginia Commonwealth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they played Champion Christian. Uh, won that game. Here's another one. Looks like their uh, mascot is the Hornets. Laterno. Wow. Yes, that's an NAIA school. Western Carolina. Lost that one up in Coloey, North Carolina. Beat Texas State at a at a tournament uh, with Louisiana Tech. Lost to Louisiana Tech. Beat UAB. I was wrong with that. Why did I think that? They actually beat UAB. They beat UAB by 21 uh, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Beat UT Martin and then defeated in the Toys for Tots game, the Mississippi University for Women. Wow. Some schedule. I was thinking they lost to UAB. They actually beat UAB. That's a it's a pretty impressive twenty one point win on the road at at Birmingham. And we've they have played Lamar. Uh, the Eagles have played Lamar. You know, pretty consistently over the past four or five years. But this Ole Miss game, you know, down on, down on the coast, Ole Miss y'all is a good basketball team. They're they're really Chris Beard, good. man. Yeah, I mean he's legit. Took Texas to uh, to the national championship a few years back. So that, oh, I'm sorry, Texas Tech, and then went to Texas. That would be that would be a big win if the Eagles could get that one, even if, though it's on a neutral floor. And you're looking for any type of any type of reward, you know, to to get some additional brownie points. Although we we have always acknowledged that the only team that's going to get into the field for sure is that is that uh, team that wins the Sun Belt tournament. So right. Ole Miss nine and zero undefeated. They almost lost to to Central Florida uh, over the weekend. The last uh, couple seconds, but that'll be fun. And hopefully, Golden Eagles will go in that one. We would win the next two, be seven and four, um, and and be looking for win number eight. Hey, I want to remind everybody uh, while we have here a moment uh, about the toys uh, toy drive, Homes of Hope toy drive. We'll be broadcasting the show uh, along with uh, Gerard Gibbert's midday show this Friday from the corner market uh, down in Midtown. Uh, the culmination of our annual toy drive. Uh, the boxes are out right now at every corner market in Hattiesburg. At Mississippi Made and more on Highway 98, uh, Parish Tractor up on Highway 49, and the Citizens Bank uh, on Highway 98 out here in Oak Grove. Uh, really ask that you, uh, if you, if you can, please uh, drop back, at, uh, drop by at one of our boxes. Uh, leave a toy; doesn't have to be an expensive toy. Uh, whatever, whatever you're comfortable doing, uh, those kids will appreciate it. And Kelly, I know uh, you and I both know uh, Judge Mazingo. Richard Giannini, the people that are associated with Homes of Hope, quality individuals now running that facility, and, and they just need all the support they can get. And the, to see the look on a little kid's face, you know, just, just to be able to rip through that paper and to see what's underneath there, it's just so gratifying. And there's not one little kid that I know, where, you know, because lots of people say, well, I don't, I don't want to get some little 6 or $7, you know. Yes, yes do it. Yes, do. Yeah, do it. Because no little kid's going to open that and say, no. This cheapskate only spent, you know, six or seven dollars, no, whatever. No. They just love getting any of those. I'm happy. So anyway, that that's between now and Friday. You're you're welcome to bring it Friday when we're broadcasting uh, from Corner Market. We always have fun. That's always a great way to end the year. And we appreciate all the support we've gotten through the years and ask you for your support this year. I opened uh, my Christmas present yesterday from Kelly. I can't really say what it was, but uh, <laughs> needless to say, it was more adult oriented well they, they were t-shirts yes, that, were t-shirts. Uh, that with very interesting things yeah yeah kelly's done that through the years i have quite a collection of very interesting 
T-shirts that I've gotten from Kelly. Sanders. But the only time you can ever see Bob Getty wear them is at his house, because <laughs> <laughs> there might be some trouble if you go. I out have a little bit of an image public. to keep up. And then <laughs> yeah, some would probably get me physically assaulted. So <laughs> yes, I would. I want to try to stay away from that. Like, at, like at this two, point in my life, like yeah. the two peanuts that walked down the street. Did you hear about that? No, one of them was assaulted. <laughs> Where's the Luke? <laughs> Where's the? Uh, Help me, Luke. The uh, mic is about to stay on mute. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right, so uh, three games with basketball. Man, that'd be big if they could win all three. I think they're playing much, much better now, though. And that uh, Georgia Southern, you know, the first game that they – and then, you know, after they play the Ole Miss game, they get the Christmas break. Then they got to head to Statesboro. Yeah. I mean, so they're going to be on the road a lot the next couple of weeks. And yeah. now – Georgia Southern on the road is a good draw this year because uh, the Eagles are not off to a very good start basketball-wise. They've had a coaching change there. Uh, and Cliff Ellis, we talked about you know, at Coastal Carolina, the dean of coaches, all of a sudden resigns last week. You interviewed him. Yeah. Retires. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, retired. retired. Um, which I kind of joked with him about you know, what has kept him in the game that long. And he said you know, that he just continues to impact – Young men's lives. I don't know what the story is there, but uh, but Cliff Ellis has. Yeah, that was a great interview. Yeah, he was. He's just a. I mean, he was around when when uh, M.K. Turk. Yeah. You know, and Kobe Montgomery this morning at practice. Kobe's from Louisville, right? Good player. And and Luke, we were. I was talking with him about Denny Crum. He didn't know. <laughs> I've heard of him. <laughs> and. It just it just puts into perspective, man, how quickly time goes. You know, yeah, well, Kelly's got interviews with Colby Montgomery and Victor Hart that will be uh, running later this week. <laughs> You're from Louisville, and you've heard. Of I'm uh, I'm being told by multiple listeners that the College of Biblical Studies is in Houston, Texas. You know, every seminary has a quote College of Biblical Studies, but this is cbshouston.edu. It's in Houston. So thank you, listeners, for uh, for letting us know that. We have the smartest people around, don't we? Listening to this, well, that could be argued, I guess. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> we have very loyal listeners that we like a great deal. <laughs> yes, we'll leave it at that. We'll be right back. To the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment brought to you by D-Bat in Hattiesburg. Get your game on baseball, softball training. So much more. D-Bat and D1 training on Hardy Street. D-BatHattiesburg.com. Luke, Bob, and Kelly from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. And Laurel, of course, uh, the big news earlier today. Will Hall hiring announcing the hire of a new defensive coordinator, Clay Bignell, from Eastern Illinois, uh, served with the Panthers for the last two years. This past year 
was his uh, first year as a defensive coordinator. Panther defense was really good. In the Ohio Valley Conference, number one in scoring defense and turnovers gained and interceptions, number two in passing defense efficiency. Nationally in the FCS, they were second in turnovers gained, 16th in fourth down defense, 18th in scoring defense, 25th in passing uh, defense efficiency. This is a guy who... Uh, worked on Brian Kelly's staff at Notre Dame under two now head coach uh, head coaches in the SEC, Elko at A and M and Lee at Vanderbilt. He also um, was at uh, at East Carolina in 2020, and then in 2021 when Clark Lee uh, became head coach at Vanderbilt, went back as an analyst there, uh, served on on those staffs. And I was I was looking back, guys, earlier this year, he um, out uh, for a paper in Montana because that's where. Where uh, he ended up, where he played college at, and Big Nail played college at Montana State, um, kind of described his philosophy. And to see if you think this kind of sounds familiar. Ready? They asked him about his philosophy. Big Nail said he wanted his defense to, quote, attack, create chaos, create turnovers, and get the ball back. We'll be multiple formations, but will be simple so that we can play fast and adjust. It starts with stopping the run and creating turnovers, and then you've got to win on third down and in the red zone. That's where our money is made. Sound familiar? It does. I was just going to say those numbers that you were talking about, the statistics, would certainly lead you to believe, and you're our football guy, so you could comment comment on it better than anybody, but don't those numbers suggest to you that that's the type of defense that he put together for the Panthers last year? Yeah, I mean, he did. You look at, uh, they, they played FBS Bowling Green, um, which I think was the biggest amount of points they gave up. They only gave up 28 points or more in four games, and one of those was a win. Um, so the other three, they gave up 38 against Bowling Green, which was an FBS opponent, Lost by one in overtime to UT Martin, who was nationally ranked, gave up 28, and uh, and then gave up 35 and a loss to Southeast Missouri. The rest of the time, 0, 13, 10, 24 in a win, 10, 17, and 14. And uh, Eastern Illinois went uh, went eight and three this year. That, that's pretty good defense. You, you'd think that any time that the opponent has a number that starts with one, all right, that that you you should win that game. I mean that that should be few enough points that your offense ought to be able to muster, um, you know, enough points to to do that. When you also look at the Sun Belt Western Division next year, we talked about how Will Holland just what will next year be his what fourth year or fifth year fourth, fourth year fourth. next year um, that he's among the dean of coaches because Louisiana Monroe's got a new has a new coach now. Troy has not named a new coach yet, but there will be a, a new man in town. There in Troy, of course, you got Kane Womack at South Alabama that, that went in at the same time that that Will Hall did, but a new coach at Texas State this past season. So the list kind of goes on and on in the West. That that of all those schools there, you would think that the most settled, so to speak, Southern Miss would be would be on that list and another year older. And Will Hall's own words: "We're going to be an older football team, and statistically, uh, the older you are, the more experienced you have, the better you should be." At, uh, but there is, as we mentioned before, there's no time like the present. It's got to happen next Hard year. Hard to emphasize how important these hires are for Will Hall, for these hires to prove to be the right hires. 
And you're not going to know until they get on the field. No, it's it's a man, and I salute the families, particularly the wives of a lot of these guys, man. That you just don't know from year to year. I mean, you yeah. think you might be safe, and you're not, or you just, you know, packing and and moving is not pleasant. No. If uh, if my West Jones math is correct, uh, the Panther defense gave up. 18 points a game last year. You take away the Bowling Green, 38 points, and they gave up 16.3 points a game. That's really good in the FCS. And and that should be enough, right, Luke? I mean, that you ought to Well, I mean, you, you got to think the scheme um again, it's personnel. And and you you're losing guys this year. At the same time, I have uh I've always been a more attack, um, play man, get you some bosses you know, outside and bring the heat because whenever there's pressure, there's always mistakes. And so, you know, where we were a little thin this year in the secondary, guess what? Or we were really thin in the secondary. Those guys grew up. Those guys were forced to grow up. And I think that may play into this type of, uh, this type of scheme going forward. And a lot of those injured guys are back. So, yep. All right, that wraps up the show for today. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We hope you will, too. As always, we want to thank you for listening to the show, whether it be on our Super Talk affiliates or on our podcast. However, you get the show. Thank you. Back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.